welcome on back. We're glad you could make it to check out the adventures of Rocky Road and Tank Bicep already in progress. We return the keys to you, the listener, as you gear up to get ready to enter the wonderful world of Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. Enjoy! Alright, so picking up from Yank's best tirade ever, there's a thing that I didn't 100% understand. So at this point, they're like driving through cornfields or wheat fields or some kind of agricultural fields in Oklahoma. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. What does matter is that there's like giant combines. So like these, these massive <laughs> farming implements with like these crazy big uh, wheels of death on the front of them, basically, that like take up the entire road. And somehow all the trucks kind of get like penned in from four sides. And I right. don't understand what happened next. Uh, I don't either. Because okay, good. I this, wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one. Because this, again, like we've mentioned, like we, like we stated at the beginning we of this warned episode, you guys. it makes no sense. <laughs> again, we have Hank jumping out, grabs the... the that trusty winch. Grabs that, grabs that line, throws it onto one of the combines. Is that what it was? Because it looked like just like a tower in the middle of the field and i was just like i thought it was the i thought because the angle of the shot okay that would make more sense it looked like it was the front of one of the the combines like reapers okay that would make sense look at you knowing your farm implements hank bicep trying as much as i can tank bicep sorry hank's your brother (laughs) tank um so he uh he pulls this uh you know with his the winch that's on the back of bigfoot yeah and it just it only crumples the front of one combine. Right. But then suddenly... Like a domino the effect. other three that are around him just all explode. <laughs> I could see it if like one was like turned on an angle and ran into the other, which then forced the other to hit the next one. But like the conservation of momentum, at some point, you're not just going to go in around in a circle. But regardless, that's what happened. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Because what oh, happens no. next I, is even I'm gonna crazier. Judge because it made it? no fucking sense. Okay, cool. I think it's fair to judge it, but it's just not. Yeah. It's not worth it because what happens next is <laughs> one of the most random moments of this entire sequence. Because if you were listening in the uh, the beginning, we mentioned all the characters that were going to show up. One of them, the one I said with the, possibly the best name, has not shown up yet. He does show up in the nick of time, though. <laughs> yeah. Lending to his name, Close McCall. Close McCall. Hmm. Were you smitten with Close McCall there, buddy? Uh, Are you smitten? No, not really. I, no, I, I yeah, just I don't blame you. You know, I, I, I'm aware because of the cartoons that we watch and yeah. the structure that they adhere to. Yeah. That when a character shows up and is just like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" He's and and Yank is like, "We don't really need anybody else in our crew. We've pretty much solidified the team. It's two redheads, a black professor." And a white racist. And a dead armadillo. So, and an armadillo. <laughs> and a weird woman that we picked up on the side of the road. And a weird ninja uh, woman that runs like a machine. Like She this runs is, like a deer. Yeah. This is who we're working with. This is who we're comfortable with. So adding in another person to this group, it's feeling like it's, it's, it's too much right now. And, and he's and, like, and, and, and like, what would your response be if you were just like, oh, man, I love cars. Y'all love cars. We should get together, talk about cars and the things that we do. Because this is our passion, right? This is what we are. Uh, no, son. If you could just 
get the hell out of here. That'd be much up. appreciated. Like, how would you respond to that? Well, I love that this guy's just like, I'm just a guy by the name Close McCall drive my hot rod warlord through the fields of Oklahoma. I just happened upon your mass destruction of these here four combines. I thought I'd lend a hand. And the redheads love him. At least one of the redheads is like gaga over him. Yeah. Wants to have his little redheaded, not real bright babies. And uh, Yang's just like, no, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this. Take off. And he's like, well, all right, then. I'll see you later. I'm just going to take yeah. off in Warlord. We're, we're going to hit the road. What? It's, why, why did you show up? It's the most positive exchange of, <sighs> I'm here to help y'all. Yeah. Y'all, are already, y'all are already out of your pickle. Y'all want me to stick around? No? All right. Well, talk to y'all later. All right. Have a good. <laughs> all right. Have a good day. Woo. Woo. He's basically like if you were pulled over on the side of the road with like a flat or like you ran out of gas. And somebody pulled over and like, hey, you got car trouble? Anything I can help you out with? And you're like, no, I already called AAA. They're on the way. Everything's going to be fine. My, my, my dad's coming. It's all good. All right, then. You have a nice day. I'll see you later. Like, not trying to murder you. Not trying to rob you. Just being a nice citizen. Just a nice guy in a hot rod in a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> with Warlord. With Warlord. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's the name of your car is Warlord. <laughs> what are you doing? If it had been something like even worse, like murder spree, yeah, something or like fuck Mary kill, <laughs> you were like, what is the guy? It's like, hey, what I'm is a, going on with my this name's dude? Close McCall. I got my hot rod over here, Holocaust, and just thought I'd uh, oh, stop Jesus in, God. see if y'all need a hand. No, you you good? <laughs> right, we gonna hop on down the road now. Have a nice day. Uh, don't worry. Oh, me, oh, I'm Close McCall. This this car over here, euthanasia. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck is going on here this dude could not be kinder and gentler and he is in a car that is called warlord <laughs> he's the worst warlord ever oh but God. don't worry he will make an appearance later on uh he and one of the reds get it on the back of warlord i think that was in a deleted scene i'm not sure if we actually see that or not but yeah I've, i imagined it in my head and i'm cool with that yeah i'm totally cool with that rule 34 you can probably find it out there now, okay, so Warlord and Close McCall took off. Down the road piece, guess who's waiting for our truck driving team? <laughs> Who is it? Uh, is sh- it the cops? Is it a shitload of cops? Yeah. Is, is it, it the entire <laughs> department of bumfuck Oklahoma, wherever they are? Yes. <laughs> and they're literally yep. all hiding behind a billboard, which was my favorite thing. That's so good. Yeah. The typical mm-hmm. kind of like speeding down the highway, cop waiting behind the billboard, pulls you over. Except when they pulled him over... The rest of the the entire department were there waiting for him, and they they arrest him. They yeah. read him like some fake ass Miranda rights that they're too stupid to actually read, which was funny. It was amazing was the fact that they butchered the Miranda the rights, deputy, like yeah. in that sense. I would have been like, ah, this is pretty much grounds for this to get thrown out. See, now at this point, because they're a team, I would have felt much better if all the white people on the team would have looked at Professor D and just been like, this is gonna go poorly for you. But they did Aww. not seem to care. They didn't see. They're in Oklahoma. It's an entire force of white cops. I'm like, this is not going to go good for poor Professor D. It didn't actually really seem like it went well for any. No, of it didn't the go. I'll tell you what. Gang. It didn't go worse for Professor D than anybody else. So he's totally right. fine. So at least these guys, they're not cartoon racists. They're just in the pocket of Ravenscroft at this point. Now here coming up, and I know we're hitting like a lot of these points, and it sounds kind of like we're we're hitting every beat. We kind of are because this is like nonstop action, cartoon zaniness, and some of the best one-liners you'll ever hear. Do you have another one from Yank? Oh my God, do I? Yeah, you got this one. <clears throat> this is when he is, uh, he is in his prison cell. Yeah, they're in jail. 
And the cops and, are what tearing apart their their trucks, yeah, right? They, looking for the map. They are just searching. They're searching the car for this map. They're searching the car, and and Yank is standing, looking out of his cell, fuming, what's fuming. It, what's he upset about? How how dare how fucking dare you touch Bigfoot, my monster truck? Yeah. And this and this is the line that comes out of his mouth with his like steely eyed gaze at the cops that are tearing apart his truck. Yeah. Laser, laser, yeah, laser focus. Focus. He just says, "How come I never have a hand grenade when I need one?" <laughs> what? What the what? fuck? Who? What sane, level-headed person says this? Yo, who? Who thinks to themselves, "Man, if I had a if I had a hand grenade right now, it would do." Worlds of difference for my current situation. I'll tell you who thinks that. Yank Justice. Yank Justice. Yank Justice. Oh, boy. A hand grenade. I don't know what he wanted to do. Good old YJ. Good old YJ. Get him him the old YJ. I don't know what he would have done with a hand grenade. Because if he would have presumably thrown it down at the person who was, like, searching his vehicle, it would have done the following. Yep. It would have, again... It would have murdered another person mm-hmm. because he's super good at murder so yeah, far. Yeah, real good at murder. Right? Mm-hmm. It would have destroyed, presumably, Bigfoot, at least which, as we've it, learned, yeah. which, as we've learned, is one of the three things that he's really super passionate about. Loves it. The other thing is, it would have presumably exploded, blown up, and possibly burned the map right. that was in there that he has already stated. He's invested so much time and yeah. energy into this. He's just like, I'm going to see this through because I've already done so much work. Like, a hand grenade would not have solved anything in hey, this situation. you know what else it would not have done? <laughs> would not have gotten out of their fucking jail cell, hence yeah. complicating his third love in life, freedom. Because you just murdered everyone that could let you out of a jail cell and you're stuck inside it. Why do you need a hand grenade? How about a key? How come I never have a lock pick when I need Guys, one? Guys, because this guy is uh, in charge of this team. He is the leader of this team. Yeah, justice. And they, presumably, they are all sitting behind him and they're just like, yeah, you know what? We really should have gotten yanked that hand grenade when we were back we in really Vegas. Should've, we should have stocked up. We're fresh he was out. Like really, he was really eyeing up that uh, that hand grenade, like as one of the prizes that they had in one of those casinos. We should have gotten him the hand grenade. Look, guys. I also love this part. So, like you said, the line, "How come I never have a hand grenade when I need one?" It sounds like he said this before. Like he's been in a situation where he's like, "Fuck!" Once again, hand grenade <laughs> could have solved this whole thing. What? Like under. This is what kills me, yeah. all right, is that I would watch an entire series of Yank Justice yep. with hand grenades, <laughs> like, like a man bag full of fucking hand grenades. I see. Now, I want to I watch the series where Hank, Yank Justice keeps getting into scrapes and never has a hand grenade, because I want to see how oh, he really? MacGyvers his way out of it without one. See, I'm the opposite. Okay. I want him in easy situations, okay. but he has hand He just grenades. has a shitload of hand grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
<sighs> smuggle a phone inside your butt and then listen to me on iTunes. Yeah, I can't wait to record our first podcast that's partially from jail, either Sean or myself or a, a special guest. I def- You are going to prison before I am. That's great. It'll be like Johnny Cash. That would not be a good thing. Except he was there voluntary, voluntarily well, and then could leave. Fair enough. Yeah. But like, if you're in prison, I'm going to have to break you out of prison. Oh, okay. Because like, I don't have a hand pres- grenade. We've established what would, that. Presumably, what would be a good time for me to break you out of prison? A good time? Would it be like 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock probably sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I because think it sounds good. That's exactly what we have. We have, <laughs> we have Close McCall yeah. sort of impersonating a cop at some point. I don't know really what his plan was there. And so he's sort of just like, he kind of like, as he's arresting Red and Redder, doesn't he's just like, hey, what time should I pick you ladies up? Would 8 o'clock be okay? And you're like, wait, what? Is he this character? Is he this cop? Is he impersonating a cop? Oh, I 100% missed this, to be honest. Yeah. I saw him point at his watch, but I was just kind of like, I, I don't know what's happening at this point. I was like, is he, is he telling them, like, be aware at 8 o'clock, I'm going to break you out of jail? <laughs> Pretty much. But at this point, like, and- Jennifer has already, she's already kind of, like, made a deal, right? So she, she's trying to get all her buddies right. out of prison. She's like, all right, I'm going to go with Sly. I'm going to translate the map for him. But that's when Close McCall and Warlord show up again and basically do the old bust you out of the hooskow, which was kind of sweet. <laughs> I, I do like that. Did he not just drive directly through, like, a cinder block wall with his car? <laughs> yeah, was that his plan? Good. Okay, I wanted to make that's- sure that's what it was. Let's, let's be very clear. Yeah. If you think this show mm-hmm. is going to go beyond a plan of let me drive my car into my problem, <laughs> you are sorely you mistaken the wrong on show. every level. Oh, and it gets crazier. You, got, I don't this, even, you guys can't even begin to imagine where this goes from here. This, this the solution to every problem, <laughs> according to Yank Justice, is either hand is grenade. Just, or... Is hand grenade or just drive it full <laughs> force your monster truck into that fucking problem. Yeah. And that's it. Problem that's solved. It. That's all there is. Is it a person? Problem solved. Is Don't it a building? Care. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> is it a concept that's, t- that's intangible that I can't actually grasp? Is it terror? Problem solved. That's right. Take that terror. If only we had monster trucks. Oh my god! I love the fact though that Jennifer, by going and and uh, helping out the evil guys, has now gotten herself in more trouble because they busted the other guys out of a separate jail cell from where she was being held. So she's still under lock and key, and they're all they're all busted free. And Yank's yeah. like, "Son of a bitch! I guess I got to save this broad too." <laughs> so what does he do? He's reunited with Bigfoot now. How does he save her? Uh, doesn't she jump down? Well, he the... he he uses his good old towing hook. And Tell basically, her. like, pulls the section of wall out from this shoddily made uh, jail cell. Just pulls well, the wall. And then she jumps, like, two stories. I don't know why she's on the a defense, third floor. In the defense of this shittily made prison, <laughs> yes. all right, Close McCall has already damaged the structural that's, integrity. All right, that's that fair. was a load-bearing wall that's that right. he ran into. That's right. <laughs> so the shit's coming down. <laughs> and so suddenly we have Jennifer, because we've already established she's fantastic at... at uh, being a ninja, uh-huh. she jumps two stories down oh, yeah. into Yank's arm, and, she's and it's just like kind of liking it at this point. She's like, "That was exhilarating." That was You're exhilarating. like, "Oh shit, mm-hmm. something's happening in his pants." Yeah. Anyway, so at this point, they're all they're all back in their their hot rods, their Bigfoots, their whatever, their orange blossom special. Professor D, I'm sorry, dude. You're just the worst. You don't do anything. 
he is the best character on this show. You know why? Because he just does what's necessary. I don't need exposition or, or he doesn't show, but he doesn't have to. You He's know a well-dressed why? man. Fucking professor. That's right. Bomb-ass suit. Mm. Sweet-ass ride. Weird choice in companions, but that's fine. Eh. Eh. Armadillo. make weird choices. So at this point, they're all back in their trucks, and they literally just, like, outrace the cops. So they're in their monster trucks, but they are outracing the cops. Which uh, Not only do they outrace yeah. the cops, they jump a bridge, <laughs> are on the other side. Well, let me, Big let me, foot, let me say Bigfoot before... goes in the water. Ah, oh, damn it. You got to it before I can... No, do it. Go. Well, they have this great line that I think is not act- like an actual factual at all. I think it's Professor D, <laughs> smart man of the team, who's basically like, if we get across that bridge, the cops' jurisdiction ends so they can't chase us anymore. 100% inaccurate. Cops will do whatever the fuck they want. He has a map. He does have a map of <laughs> cop, of cop county, districts. That's <laughs> county lines for where they Professor D's like, I've been through this shit before. I got these the, folks on lockdown. I know where they end. They cannot cross the, this bridge. Now, let's be honest, yeah, all right? Yeah. We're introduced to Professor D, uh-huh. but we have no idea what his credentials were. No, why he's, he's, got a, he's got a tweed jacket. That's all I know. I feel like... When I feel like this is something like when somebody uses a title incorrectly, right? And they're just like, "Well, it sticks, and I like it, yeah. so I'm just not going to dispute anybody about it." Like, it's not like he has his diploma inside of his monster he might. truck. He might, right like, on the roof, of on the... display, like where you would have a gun rack yeah. inside of it. He just he doesn't. He's not. He he doesn't need to brag about what he's doing. He doesn't need to talk. You know, uh, he doesn't need to wax poetic in no. any way, shape, or form. He's just there. He's doing his thing. Like, he is present, and he's helpful. Look, I, I hope that Yank and Professor D met up because Professor D was teaching a class on uh, monster trucks and hand grenades, and I hope that they just kind of hit it off. Professor of monster trucks and hand grenades. Well, I mean, like, you, you realize the exposition that leads him to this, like, in the first place is this, like, the first time that we're introduced to that initial stadium, yeah. something like 34 minutes ago now <laughs> yeah, at this point. Yeah. Um, Our show tonight will be longer than this entire series run, by the way. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, they, they have this moment where they, they're introducing Professor D, and they say that he used to be a professor, but then he was smitten by the life of monster trucks. <laughs> I forgot like, about that. What the fuck? <laughs> he's smitten. What was like, what was like, what, what? How can a tenured professor mm-hmm. be drawn away? <laughs> From that kind of a life. I'll tell you what, kids are shitty these days, so I can kind of understand why they're just like, you know what, I'm just going to hang it up, fuck these kids, I'm just going to drive oh, monster trucks until I die, get an armadillo on the way. I, like, I, I just, I, I lost it. Like, I love it. It so, just keeps getting so crazier. Crazy because you have to realize in this moment, yeah. okay, Bigfoot has landed in the water. Okay, so yeah, so it's, it's a bridge, and they say the jurisdiction ends there, but then it's a drawbridge, obviously. So I think the sheriff just like Clearly. rings up the guy who's operating the bridge, and he's like, raise it, motherfucker, or I'm going to shut down your poker game. Great line. <laughs> so the guy does. So obviously the trucks have to jump the bridge, but yeah, go, go ahead. So what happened to Bigfoot? So uh, Bigfoot goes in the water, yeah, and misses it's terribly. underwater. Yeah. All right, Mr. Sly is like, uh, well, he's standing next to a cop, at this point and the cop is just like whoo we did it we got him <laughs> mr slide's like no we didn't look at the water yeah look at look, the water dumb dumb suddenly bigfoot just <laughs> launches up out of the water yeah. like it's a jesus truck yeah and it's just walking on top of it well like, you know what it is it's from what? those north korean propaganda cartoons we talked about where oh it's just the military's technology for floating tanks 
So they've applied it to Bigfoot, and now everything in the world makes sense. Guys, in this moment, yeah. I, I want to be very clear about this, yeah. all right? In this moment, all right, the officer who's in charge, all right, mm -hmm. commands the rest of the officers to commandeer a riverboat. I, I want to be very, want not, to be very clear about I this. I want to be very clear this. about this because this is not going to make any sense no. in three seconds, nope. okay? So, <laughs> so they... <laughs> A police officer uh -huh. in the, charge on the land. All right, a police officer in charge on the land mm -hmm. tells the rest of his subordinates mm -hmm. to commandeer a river boat. Mm -hmm. All right, as it's moving so down it, river, it's not just like stationed at the dock. This fucker's no, moving. No, 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 it is in motion. Mm -hmm. So they climb. These cops climb to the top of the jawbridge, <laughs> jump down <laughs> into the river boat, yeah. commandeer the boat from the captain yep. of the riverboat to which they say we are newly deputized and we can do whatever we want <laughs> which let's go back and think about this yep. they're cops to begin with yep. they weren't newly deputized in anything i love that that's the part of this whole thing that gave you pause like I, i'm sitting there and i'm just like there's no reason for that like hey they just jumped down yeah. presumably 20 feet oh they're dead unscathed they're dead. They're dead. It's like that lethal weapon. People was are... it lethal weapon? Lethal weapon movie? Was it? The second one? They did that anyway. Uh, die hard. Die hard. My apologies. Moving on. Okay. But like, they They jumped... commandeered a riverboat is the part that gave me pause. Yeah, they commandeered <laughs> this riverboat to then, to then give pursuit to Bigfoot, who again is just walking on water. Yeah, just churning it. Churning that water. Just... Now look, if you're gonna if you're gonna introduce the fact that Bigfoot and like the big air inflated tires, whatever, can float on water, sure, whatever, cartoon, I'll give you that. That's fine. What happens next, however, completely throws that fact away. So it's like, well, forget that we used to float because as the riverboat creeps up on them, fast fucking riverboat, by the way, uh, tries to like <laughs> submerge them under the water because it's just like riding up on the ass end of Bigfoot and trying to push them down into the water. So at this point. What's a yank to do? He just continues to drive, and then he launches out of the water onto the land. Well, but he, he first says, he's like, well, if they're going to push us down, there's got to be a bottom to this river. And he just sinks <laughs> to the bottom of the river. What? And then, yeah, just guns it. <laughs> Don't worry about that engine being flooded. You're fine. Guns it. <laughs> and then launches out on the land. And then the riverboat does what? It just, it runs aground. Uh. These stupid <laughs> just cops. immediately stalls out and dies. These stupid cops. They run the riverboat into the ground. And then the captain, who's sitting there and he's just kind of shaking his head, he's like, I knew they didn't know what they were doing. Like, not upset. <laughs> just kind of like, well, boys will be boys. Well, well, we should mention the best part about the riverboat running aground <laughs> is that the three cops that are standing uh, in, in the, on deck yeah. are, are thrown yeah. out <laughs> of the boat. Yeah. Oh, they're dead. The they have all broken they're necks. They're all dead. And that captain's they're like, well, boys will be boys. We've broken necks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sly is back on land, but he's super upset about this. But at this point, he still has the secret location that Jennifer gave him. Uh, except she actually gave him the wrong address. <laughs> you got got son you got got now where did she send him because it looked like because of the editing it looked like she literally sent him back to the same mansion that this all started with I think so. now i don't know if they grabbed him on the way and we're just like you dumb dumb you fucked up she is now let's be clear let's be clear it looks like they brought mr sly 
back to the palatial mansion right. that Jennifer was running away from in the beginning that is in Oregon State. Yeah. We are now in Oklahoma. <laughs> they are now back in Oregon State. She really duped him. Ooh, she, he really did get got on that one. Look, wow. look, however it happened, if she sent him back to his actual headquarters or somewhere else and he got got, we now get introduced to a new guy. Sean's losing it at this point because this show is so nuts. <laughs> We're introduced to a new guy who's basically like a machine himself. Did this guy ever get a name? Well, he's, he's sort of the, uh, he's like the driver. He's a limo driver. He's like a the, chauffeur. He's a limo driver for, for Mr. Big, for, yeah, for, for Ravenscroft. Ravenclaw. Yeah. For Raven's, Ravensclaw. For Ravenclaw. For, for Harry Potter. He's, for Rowena he's the, Ravenclaw. <laughs> he's the Hufflepuff driver. And That's so, right. uh, presumably, it's just the barbarian. Well, um, because the. Well, because that's, I believe that that's the name of the vehicle itself yes. Yes. is the Barbarian. And then the episode two never, where it's Unleash the Barbarian. Yeah. Right. But we're never really given an idea of who this actual person is because all they do at the end of this is just deploy the Barbarian. And you're like, okay, I don't know who that is. Look, all we know about this limo driver is that he is a murder fiend. Like he wants to murder people. He he Real has been bad. talking about murdering Mr. Sly since day one. Oh, like the entire episode. If Sly screws up even a little bit, he looks back at his boss and he's like, You want me to dust him? Yeah, right? Ravenscroft's just like, Just uh, slow down. We can still use this guy for a little bit. Yeah. And then he tries he to do it again and he actually lets him go. He lets Sly go. Yeah. Which is like, he just what? Lets him... and, and it says to him, We like something to the extent of, we should never meet him again because if we do, it'll be very unfortuitous for you. And you're like, just kill him. Yeah, just you've given your... him like you've given him like three or four attempts now to murder somebody. Yeah. He's failed. That's a loose end. I've watched enough procedural cop dramas to know that that's a loophole. Like they're gonna get him in there. You're gonna get snatched up on some extra charges that yeah. you didn't even know existed. Tax evasion, something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna Rico you somehow. Like they're gonna figure it out. Like you're in trouble. You're in Just trouble. Murder that. Dust him. Dust him. Dust him. Get it limo over. Limo driver. And limo driver's huge too. Dude's like seven foot tall, big for yeah. no reason. I don't know why oh, he yeah. chose to be a limo driver, but it's fine. He's more like personal security bodyguard kind of thing. Yeah. Now, if you're wondering, hey, when the fuck are you gonna explain who's actually behind all this stuff? You are in luck because Jennifer decides while they all sit around a campfire <laughs> at night, and this again gets crazier. While they sit around the campfire at night, she tells them the story of this rogue billionaire Ravenscroft who is looking for. Does she tell them what they're looking for at this point? Uh, or does she just actually, reveal that it's Ravenscroft? I think that she just reveals yeah. that it's Ravensclaw. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, Birdclaw. Birdclaw. The Birdman. She confesses that it's Birdclaw. She does not mention at this point anything even remotely similar to a Fountain of Youth. Right. So at this point. Close McCall is now part of their group. And he's real dumb. And he keeps confusing Red and Redder, who yeah. is really upsetting the one who is not interested in him, which I can't remember which is which. So, but the I'm other just one. Just as dumb as Close McCall. <laughs> but the other one is still like, oh, I'm 100% on board with, like, you know, this relationship, which is kind of fun to see. Yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, it's cute. It's like this, this kind of nice thing in the middle of all this craziness, which, again, is about to go up to like 12 because. What comes out of the darkness, Sean? Oh, my God. So out of this darkness comes <laughs> a bunch of, again, like the people that we've had, the henchmen that we've had yeah. that have been on motorcycles have gone from regular black sure. or red helmets. Regular they've stuff. They've gone into sort of like Mad Max like, mode. Like they've Mad Max to like 
Thor the Dark World. <laughs> right. Uh, to now suddenly to we're like, like Children in, of like, the Corn. Right. Now, to... now, we're, now we're in like Norse, like uh, murder where. I, 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 I don't was, even know what this is. Well, it's, it was Swamp Boat. Here's how I have it written down Swamp Boat driving ninjas shooting flaming arrows. <laughs> it's a bunch of swamp boats that come flying down, presumably like either Florida or Louisiana somewhere. Swamp boats with like ninjas wrapped with like white wrapping around their heads and they're shooting these crazy bows with flaming arrows. Just like, wh- what? This was uh, something that was straight out of G.I. Joe, like some sort of like tactical team that just came out of nowhere. I've never seen swamp boat driving ninjas shooting flaming arrows though. So kudos to Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. So like we, we get to this point where, you know, we... Uh, it's another chase scene, ha- yeah. Right, we, we have another chase scene. This culminates in a showdown between finally the barbarian mm-hmm. and Bigfoot, which you're just like there is no possible way this this vehicle this this barbarian it allows they're in a very narrow pass. Yeah, um, yeah, they kind of get the, hemmed in by like ninjas who actually are now shooting rocket arrows. So that's fine. Sure, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So they are now narrowed in in this uh, this pass, and so. Uh, they've got very high cliff faces yep. on the left and the right. Yep. So what happens is they're just a yank is just like get around this big fella. <laughs> so everybody drives around the barbarian. Right. I love right? that as and they th- approach this thing, one of the either red or redder looks ahead or maybe Jennifer and says like, "What's that building up there?" And somebody's like, "That's not a building." Like yeah, you're very much not- like that's not a moon. Yeah, <laughs> not a tuma. It's not a um, space station. It is a space station. No, it's just this massive fucking truck in the middle of the road. Yeah. So they, they get to this point where everybody else has driven past the Barbarian right. except for Yank and Jennifer. That's right. Oh, no. He's got these, like, spikes that come and shoot out of the hubcaps yeah. of his vehicle into the walls, making it, like, impassable. Yeah, he can't like, go anywhere. He's created an obstacle that they, they are not going to be able to get well, around. Well, wait, can't he just back up? It's not like there's going to be a trap door in the middle of the uh... swamp that opens up behind him with a bunch of spikes in it. Yeah, let's get a trapdoor with a bunch of spikes that oh. opens up in the middle of this freaking place. <laughs> Man, that's good know, planning, about, though. Very specific planning. We talk about this sometimes about like billionaires in these cartoons and like what they're able to accomplish. Like this billionaire is ridiculous. But he's doing so much more than like real billionaires in the real world. But he's like not getting anything accomplished. No, but he's doing it in style. Okay. Yeah. Not got a flourish about what he's doing he does, so i man. mean like i get it so like he goes through this whole thing and and finally the ultimate thing is is again this is a problem and we have yank we have yank justice behind the wheel <laughs> so sure what do. is he gonna do Strive he's straight gonna, into the fucker he's gonna strive directly <laughs> into that problem yeah. as if that is always gonna be the solution to everything that happens in his life regardless that this thing is like 12 times the size of bigfoot probably has 12 it times is, the horsepower it's huge it's enormous it's, huge. it's fucking enormous and he smashes right into it no dent no movement Nothing. He, he gets pushed back into this pit of spikes which was awesome i didn't think that was gonna happen he just I gets put back either. and flips over and lands on his roof. <laughs> but then they didn't think any, any further past that, the bad guys. Like, the pit actually worked. But then they yeah. didn't think beyond that. Because now the chauffeur, who happens to be driving this barbarian vehicle, has to get out of the car and go retrieve the map. Right. And so the best part is, is that what is this? 
What is this have an opportunity for? Hey, what is Yang? More, what is Yang more doing? More munching knuckles. Jump, jump out of a truck and punch somebody. He is just—he is again. He's out of his truck. Yep. He's throwing fists. Again, the chauffeur is like seven feet yeah, tall. He throws he's one. Just and it's just him. like not even. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. 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 Literally, so the chauffeur is... just picks Yank up and is just like holding him in the air. At yeah. one point, I was waiting for Jennifer to like. Well, what does she do? I was waiting for her to do well, exactly she... what she did. She gets out of the she gets out of the vehicle. She gets out of harm's way. Yep. She runs over to the barbarian truck that's there. Grand Theft Auto. She two. jumps. Yep. yep. She's super good at it so far. Yep. She gets into the driver's seat, puts a crowbar that just happens to be there. sure. I, I usually keep crowbars right next to me on the driver's seat when I'm driving. You know, my because every once truck. in a while, yeah. Rocky because Road. Because every once in a while, I want to leverage my gas pedal <laughs> uh, all the way down to the floor yeah, and then jump out of the car. And jump out. Yep. So that's exactly what she does. And in this moment, chauffeur is just like, no, barbarian. Runs after his vehicle, completely just leaves Yank. Oh, it rolls over Jennifer the top alone. of the both of them and passes the pit because it's so big. It's like yeah, straddles it's so the pit. so huge. Yeah. So it just runs over Ridiculous. the top. Of them. They're totally fine. Ridiculous. Except at this point, Bigfoot is like busted up. So the next time that we see him, they're towing him. So they're just towing a busted up Bigfoot along. Yeah. And because Bigfoot is so like busted up, they're not able to tow it really all that well. So they kind of like stop, have a breather. And this gives Redder a chance to show her little, <laughs> her little sexy walk, sexy animation walk, head on back and ride with Close McCall. You like that oh, little sexy walk? He, you, know what his, uh, you know what his pickup line was oh, that God. he gets her to entice her back? I didn't write it down. He's like, uh, ride with me and we'll have a couple of ho-hos. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the line. Hey, man, whatever works. She didn't say the mod. Ride with me and we'll have a couple of ho-hos. These are like uh, hostess ho-hos, yeah, yeah. like the, the cupcakes. Like we'll have a couple of, couple of Twinkies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of little Debbies. A couple of, uh, come on back, we'll have a couple of Drake's he cakes. He seems mentally challenged, but she seems to uh, like it, so it's fine. Whatever yeah. works. They actually spent it way more time them. animating her ass wiggle than they did animating Jennifer driving or running up and down that pile of cars in the beginning, which she just yeah. kind of fell off, so. But what happens so, at this point now? Because they're still uh, on the run. She's out in the middle of the road walking. What could possibly go wrong at this point? <laughs> we have a bunch of construction vehicles oh, of course. that are up in front of them. Of course. Uh, again, they've got Raven's Knuckle yeah. all over them. Uh, and there's cement trucks insignia. at this point, right? And they're just dumping cement yeah. into the road, yeah. which suddenly everybody's now driving over time. <laughs> Nobody said at any point in time, like, maybe we should avoid this hazard. Right. Again, drive your car. Guys, Lesson learned from this show. Drive your car directly into your problems. Into problems. In and over and through. Yep. Done. That's how it works. That's how it works. So they do this. Everybody gets stuck. Everybody. Even, even Redder, this. who's literally just like her feet are now stuck in this quick-drying cement. To then, Close McCall jumps out yeah. to try to rescue He's her. He's not real smart, He remember. gets stuck. Right. We have, we have something that uh, is, is very interesting. We have an instance of Close McCall using the word and phrase street pizza. Interesting. Which is something that we have not had since we watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles That's right. a couple months ago when April O'Neil used the word getting flattened like street pizza. It's a nice callback. So or guys, possibly call still... ahead because this was 85. So Yeah, we are still trying to figure out what street <laughs> pizza is. It was cl- we're, we've moved back the origin story on this, though. It at least started in 1985. And why <laughs> does it come up? Because not only are there cement trucks, there are also steamrollers now closing in on a lot of them. Because if you're going to murder people, it's not enough to just trap them in the road. You need to flatten them into street pizza as well. Clearly. Yeah. 
so, so something inexplicable now happens again that actually involves uh professor d finally he gets to do something he and his orange blossom he he basically like is talking to orange blossom he's like come on girl buck as hard as you can and like just like rocks the car <laughs> out of the cement and at this point oh, like everybody man. gets superpowers and like close mccall is able to wiggle his feet out of the cement redder's able to wiggle her feet out of the cement there's a really funny thing that happened so obviously they don't get flattened in the street pizza there's a really funny thing that happened though when redder was free she's still pretending she's like oh close help me i can't i can't get out of this cement and her sister's yelling at her and she's like Yo, quit this damsel in distress routine and let's get going because you, <laughs> you clearly are free. You don't need him. I just thought that was kind of an odd, funny moment that, like, I don't know, just very strange. It's so bizarre. So bizarre. So once again, we're back in the garage, right? Right, we're back in a garage. Guess what we finally find out now? Uh, they jawn over a blowtorch? Yeah, they jawn over a blowtorch. <laughs> we find out what the this... fuck this map is for. Yeah, we finally fucking find out what this shit is for. We find out that it's finally for the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, Fountain of Youth this whole time. So all your reckless endangerment yeah. of life has been in order to prolong your own. Every murder you've committed oh, has been for this reason. This moment. Raven's Claw. The funny thing is there's like a throwaway line that they say, man, now that Bigfoot's so much bigger, yada yada. I'm like, wait, what? It doesn't look any bigger. He just looks like whole again. But apparently, in this process, they've made Bigfoot bigger. Which they never explain. I don't think you could just do that with a car. A car I, I really. don't know how that's possible. No, it's really like, not. You know, it, unless you get a brand new car yeah. with a new chassis yeah. and a new body, and you, then you paint the words Bigfoot on the side <laughs> yeah. of it again. If you Im- that's how that works. If you embiggen the original car, then it works, I guess. But they basically say, like, now that Bigfoot's bigger, it can go toe-to-toe with that barbarian or whatever and they're like oh okay we're clearly setting up another round of this so got it yeah and this is i love that they cut back they do like a flashback sequence in a cartoon which you rarely see especially in all like sepia tones and like a weird narration <laughs> of like ponce de leon's men in the jungles of uh, in like the swamp of florida and they just happened upon this uh finely like finely crafted like mall fountain in the middle of the jungle middle of the swamp and this uh, is the fountain. The old became young. The weak became strong. Nice. That guy didn't look any stronger when he just stood up straight. He just had better he just posture. Ditches, he just ditches crutches. Yeah, he just had better posture. Stand up straight. It's like getting uh, healed at the mega church. Like, just stand up. You're fine. You're good. You're good. Just you can see. Set, just settle just down. relax. With the, with the, you got excited. Nobody's going to get upset. With the just, spirit and all that. Throwing your cane. Ugh. Just relax. But then all of his people are murdered, except for one guy who's basically just like, I'm just going to draw like a really obscure map in a really obscure medieval Spanish language that only Jennifer McGraw can translate. And I'll just leave it here when I die. Oh, God, I'm dead. Just FYI, when my life flashes before my eyes, Uh I definitely feel compelled to draw a map. Yeah. In ye olde Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Go whatever, whatever you want to do. Doesn't matter. And presumably, like the tribal people who were there, like were preventing, trying to prevent other people from finding the location of this fountain of youth that they'd, you know, honed out of marble and and pulled from the local mall to set up in their own little village. So you'd think they would just take the map too, but whatever, we'll we'll pass all that. So now we finally know what this whole thing is about. Does it matter? Right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't because matter. you know why? why? Barbarian is back. Oh, there he is. Just showed up. Uh, and it turns out that, that 
you know, the, the fountain that we're going for, uh-huh. uh, there are a bunch of booby traps. Oh, we didn't even get, oh, you got to talk about how they, uh, so they use like this car magnet to pick up uh, Professor D in his orange blossom and drops him in a yeah. car crusher, which you have to have a car crusher in any cartoon about cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, You have to, you have to. And Big- so how do we get, how do we get Professor D out of the car crusher? Well, A, Bigfoot smashes into the barbarian again, so there you go, just run through your problems. And then Redder finally gets to use her little tow hook and uh, lasso technique, and she pulls down the entire control tower where Sly, who has somehow miraculously returned, is now operating the car crusher. And he dives to safety, question mark, as I wrote down, because it's a good 50 dead. feet in the air. He's murder dead. And then Professor's fine. I think my, my favorite line from this whole scene that goes on is uh, it's just, Bruiser is back, looking to chomp chassis. Ugh. That's really bad. That's really bad. Is it worse, though, than munching knuckles? Munching knuckles is pretty bad. I'll tell you what's bad. This whole sequence where, like, they waste about five minutes of, like, Bigfoot backs up and then goes as fast as he can to smash into Barbarian. Then Barbarian backs up, and he smashes the shit out of Bigfoot and makes him, sends him flying. The only way that Bigfoot's finally able to defeat him is by, like, tricking him by going around a pile of wrecked cars and then dropping on him from above, like like a wrestler going off the top rope or something into the middle of the ring. And then Barbarian cr- gets crushed and explodes. Like, this thing was made out of cardboard at this point. So, if all of the, if you are still with us at this yeah, point, good, good, and you were just like, God. this cannot get any crazier. We haven't even gotten to the Fountain of Youth right. and the booby traps. All right, let's, let, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit at a couple points that are going to come up. Oh, we got to talk about the limo. A polygraph built into a car. <laughs> TX-41 <laughs> tanks. Heat-seeking missiles. Yep. Spanish booby traps in the area that are all around the fountain. Booty trap. And Professor D saying the phrase, eat my diploma. I missed that. How did I miss that? Oh, no, I think that was Jennifer. I apologize. Maybe it was oh, Jennifer's. Well, either way, I missed saying, that line. It's fantastic. Saying, eat my diploma. Wow. That's for me to know and you not to know. You're the worst, Jennifer. So actually, Jennifer gets kidnapped at this point by uh, the chauffeur, just kind of like picks her up and throws her over his shoulder and takes her to the limo where she has this conversation with Ravenscroft, finally. And that's where this creepy-ass lie detector is built into the limo, which... This limo, by the way, is engaged in a chase sequence, but the limo is basically a transformer. Yeah. It's basically a transformer. It turns into its own monster truck, which at that point, I thought that was kind of cool. That was kind of sweet. That was pretty sweet. It also, like, can deflate its front tires and just drop its, its front end to the ground so that it turns into a ramp so that when other cars hit it, they just go flying off into space, which is pretty fantastic. It's also got a missile launcher in its front end. It's pretty neat. Incredible. Pretty neat stuff. Just incredible. But yeah, eventually, like they had to have this crazy chase and they all end up at the fountain. But the problem is the map shows that there's only one path to get there safely and Ravenscroft has it. So you would think that Jennifer like had studied it. She should know where it is. But idiot Close McCall just like runs off and triggers it in his haste. So, of course, he's followed by the rest of these idiots, too. I got to tell you, my favorite trap is the one that Professor D triggered. (laughs) Do you remember what it was? Is this the like the uh, the giant statue like the, of Christ that bends over and fires a massive yeah, crossbow just, bolt from his back that goes right through <laughs> yes. the hood yeah. and the engine, engine of 
No, I love I love of more Orange Blossom special. I love just, more. It destroys that car. It oh, destroys yeah. that Super car. Destroys that car. I just love more the visual of like big arms Jesus statue appearing and then bending over at the waist <laughs> and launching a giant crossbow bolt through his car. <laughs> you don't see that every day. Uh, it was amazing. Oh boy. So they've all been like trapped, and pretty much only Bigfoot is left and Ravenscroft's uh, limo. So what happens when Ravencroft actually gets to the fountain? So. Uh, he begins to drink. Well, let's tell me what he looks like to begin with before he drinks. Because so, he even uh, says this sh- line to Jennifer. He's like, you think I'm old and decrepit and gross now, but just wait till I get that drink. Yeah. <laughs> wait till I get that wait drink. Wait till I get you drunk. Yeah. He is a, he's an older gentleman. Yeah. I would probably put him somewhere between like 65, 72. What would you range? put his weight at? It's kind of like kingpin size. Uh, yeah. He is definitely a Fisk he's size. Fisk esque. Was yeah, he Asian? Fisk-esque. I don't know. I got like a weird Godfather look from him. But he also kind of looks like um, I did not. He looks get like as Odd much Job of from Bond. He does. He definitely does a little like bit like an old but Odd I, Job. Yeah, but it's like a, it's a, it's a weird Odd Job slash uh, Fisk Godfather slash Kingpin yeah. like aggregate that does it just does not make like make zero. It sense. seems like. It seems like nobody pinned down what he actually does or why he's a billionaire. Nobody <laughs> no. thought this through. <laughs> no. Somebody just walked into a writer's room and they were just like, yeah, but he's a billionaire. And they're like, yeah, so like, what is he a billionaire? Like, how did he amass this fortune? They're like, no, you don't understand what I said. I said billionaire. And they're like, oh, like next up, next character, Professor D. What's he a professor of? He's a professor. Did you not hear me? He's a professor. Yeah. Hand grenades and monster truck. All right, cool. Who's the next character? Yank Justice. (laughs) What? (laughs) These writer's rooms, man, if I go back in time, I would love to be coked out and drunk in a cartoon writer's room in the 80s. It would have been just the best. I mean, I do it now, but it's not as much fun because I'm not getting paid for it. I I just think that, like, I just think that people were, were so... I don't know who was, I don't know what kid was sitting around and was just like, Mom, look, if I don't have a monster truck cartoon that comes out in like the next couple months, I'm really going to become a bad kid. Yeah. Like, no, I'll fuck never you. be a billionaire president. Yeah, a billionaire president. <laughs> president Bando? President billionaire. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so, so we've, we've kind of mapped out what Ravenscroft looks like when he's yeah. old, but what happens when he drinks old, from the Fountain of Youth? Old piece of shit. Old he shitty drinks, Ravenscroft. Old shitty Ravenscroft. So he drinks this suddenly. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Ladies, what's up? Tom Selleck action. Debonair. Little Burt Reynolds going on. Ooh, he's got it. Mm-mm. Mustache grows back in. Got that mustache. Hair grows full back so in. So strong. He is just a buff-looking rip mm. bro. He's so buff, he doesn't even need chauffeur anymore. Because chauffeur's like, uh. yeah, I got another young bro to hang out with, and we're going to go murder the shit out of people. And Ravenscroft's like, I don't need your help anymore. I'm, like, super buff. Look at me. Doesn't need need that dumbass fedora, nor does he Nothing. need that suit jacket. You know why? Unbutton the top couple mm, buttons. Chest hair. Central. Roll up those sleeves, putting, him, putting himself to work. That's right. I'm going to run back in my limo monster truck, and I'm going to get to work. <laughs> He does leave his driver behind, which I love. And he knocks the shit out of Bigfoot, who basically, at this point, Yank writes Bigfoot and then just smashes the fountain. <laughs> no reason. He's like, this is a problem for someone, so I'm going to destroy it. 
drive. What? Again. Problem, I'm going to drive right, right into that it. problem. He's like, it's not even literally my problem, but it's a problem, and I'm going to destroy it. And then somehow, okay, guys, if you've been listening since Seattle, Christ, he's driven over avalanches, trees that have fallen, gotten out of concrete, gotten out of literally everything. Acid. Do you remember the acid from an hour and a half ago? Got out of everything. Dude, the desert. Do you remember the, the desert? desert? Do you remember anything? The cornfield? The swamp? He literally gets stuck in mud. He gets stuck in mud. I, I was so close to the end at this point that I had to see it through. But I'm like, you get stuck in mud that you made by smashing the fountain of youth. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this anymore, Bigfoot. Our relationship is over. I can't handle this anymore. So he gets stuck in mud, but Ravenscroft comes and tries to like T-bone him. He actually spins out of control and crashes into like the foundation of the fountain, which for whatever reason triggers like a one more trap, which is just like this giant medieval cannon that destroys the limo. But Ravenscroft is fine until <laughs> what happens to him next? What happens to him next? He gets oh, too far from that fountain. Turns out hubris was his undoing. Mm, how about that? This whole time. Who would have guessed? Uh, Turns out that the Fountain of Youth only has a temporary effect. Yeah. And he begins to regress into his older bag of shit state. As he's running through the swamp. Yep. Vowing revenge over his shoulder. I mean, he's either going to escape or the gators will have a nice dinner. Which, I'll tell you what, at this point, we like flash in front of Ravenscroft. And there's just like a bunch of gray, for whatever reason, alligators that are like slowly coming through the like water. Chomping out Chomping, of the water? just like biting at the air. Which is a little disturbing, because he's so, probably dead and gator bait at this point. So I, I just, again, Dave has refocused and said, if you've been with us yeah. from Seattle, yep. all right, we are, now ride. At the, we are now at the end of this ride, mm -hmm. or are we? Oh, because suddenly, back in front of the Fountain of Youth, uh, close... Uh, is just like well, you like know what? well, what what has happened at this point? Like Jennifer is kind of pissed because the fountain of youth well, is ruined, right? And all their trucks are fucked destroyed. up. Yeah, everything's everything's up. fucked up. McCall, yeah. close McCall, is just like you know what? I wish I had never paired up with you guys. Mm. I wish I had never met you. I wish I had never gotten. He was so like, positive dude, before. You, I was like, you are so close to smashing a cute redhead. Yeah, don't I was fuck like, it up. just what are you doing, nah. bro? Come on, give it a ho ho talk again. Yeah, come on. She's already on board. You're yeah. Just, just be yourself, bud. You know? So all of a sudden, a fissure. I'm not lying. No. A fissure. I like that, I like that you got so defensive. Like, people were like, no, yeah. I believe everything else you've said up to this point. <laughs> I don't believe this happened. I call bullshit I call right bullshit here. I call bullshit on a magic earthquake. So at this point, a fissure opens in the ground. All right? And it has, like, almost rainbow-colored rainbow sort of, oh, yeah. like, uh, I want to say, uh, what was it? Like, it's like the northern lights. Exactly like lights that are coming up from the ground and close falls into it. And you're just like, you know what? They've murdered everybody else might, in this show. Might as well kill this Why goof. not one of the main characters? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah. All right. He I've falls sat, in. Listen, you as a kid, you've sat here for the last eight weeks. This is two months of your life. You've watched this bullshit and this is about right. to end. So you are like glued to this television. He falls into this pit and you're just like, Oh no. Oh, what no, happened? Close McCall. Turns out it's, Filled with treasure. Oh, yeah. Like pristine. with treasure. Pristine, glowing. Chests are open and full and ready for you to take advantage of. Just 
just like every kid's dreams, like the Goonies, like stumbling into the, the treasure right. cave or something. Exactly. You know? It's just like that. So, this is the moment where you're just like, this can't get any more fucking insane. You're, you're like 30 right? seconds from the end of this entire series at this point. Right. Too. At this moment where everybody's just like, we're rich. Split it up. And, everybody, and, like, and you hear Professor D do a little bit of commentary. He just goes, I can't wait to get my hands on that. <laughs> and you're just like, Professor D, you've said three things this entire time. That's what you're going to close on? Such a good dude. So he's, he's going, like, you have this moment where suddenly Yank turns away from everything. Walks away. And begins to walk back to Bigfoot, not stuck in the mud anymore. Yeah, totally fine. Dried up. All good. So, number one, that's what's confusing. <laughs> that's okay? what's confusing? No, no, no. Let's get into it. Okay. So, uh, so he gets... He decides and tells Jennifer, who's just like, don't you want some of this treasure? Yeah. Like, don't you want to be a part of this? And he's like, nah, I reckon that being rich really isn't for me. That's right. Now, he has said in the past, he said, you know, no matter what happens, I'm probably just going to ride off on my own. And that was kind of like a weird statement back he made like a couple episodes ago. But he did yeah. preface that earlier. So, like, he makes this statement. All right. Now. He's made a lot of statements oh, in yeah. this show. Grenades. We understand about like the three things yep. that he's passionate about: Bigfoot, mm-hmm. his team, mm-hmm. and freedom. Yep. And in this moment, he gets he's accomplishing two of the three objectives that bad. he stated for himself because he is leaving his team behind. Yeah. He is done with that. But them, he's free now. Right? He's a free man. Do what he wants. But he's yeah, he's free. But he's not really because the person who got him into all of this trouble in the first place. It didn't provide any of the information that was critical <laughs> along this entire journey. It's just like, hey, you mind if I come with you? And he's like, she's I mean, like, like, she's like, where are you going? He's like, just gonna do some driving. She's like, some driving sounds good. And that's it. Literally ride into the sunset. Yeah. I yeah. and they just fucking and that's it, dude. And that's it, dude. I, how frustrating would that have been if you were like a decently minded kid? At this point, you're like, that's it? <laughs> These yokels get a bunch of treasure, but they're stuck in a swamp with broken-ass cars, and the one working car they have just drives away and leaves their ass behind. Oh, my God. And, and the part that drove me craziest, right? We never learned anything about Jennifer. The Wikipedia says she's yeah. a grad student. Fine. Grad student of or what? Where? Don't know. Why, where did she get the map? Probably stole it. That's fine. She runs away and hides this thing randomly with strangers and then chases them across the country to do what? Find the fountain and then just be like, meh, all right. My life's work is pretty much over, so I'm just going to ride around with this dude from now on. Like, what have you done with your life? Why have we this been following a- you for nine weeks? This is also what's challenging to me is that Yank Justice <laughs> is not necessarily a man who's going to be tied down to a relationship. Hell no. So I have to think that at some point in time, all right, He's gonna get frustrated with his relationship with Jennifer. Guaranteed, and it happened we, as soon I, as she got in the car. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think that we can establish that Yank is a loner. That Yank is somebody who doesn't want to have those interpersonal relationships. Some people are just like, "Yeah, I really want." Them. Yank is fine putting that aside. Yeah. He doesn't. He, that is not of interest to him. Which is scary for me because if we've seen anything about how Yank handles his problems, yeah. he's going to kill her with Bigfoot. Like he's going to run her over. I, well, I, like, I hope, I hope there's a deleted scene where he just like wanders into the fountain of youth or like goes up to one of the dead soldiers 
and just takes a hand grenade off of him and just puts it in his pocket. And then late at night when Jennifer's sleeping, he just slowly rolls it over to her cot and then just drives off in Bigfoot and hears the explosion. Finally got that hand grenade. Finally got that hand grenade. Oh boy, when I needed it. God. Bigfoot after dark. Uh, what a mess. We're done. We're t- oh man, that was a marathon. But it was it was Holy great. Shit. Like there was so much fun and bonkers stuff that happened that we really didn't want to skip over any of it. And we also saved you from watching the actual cartoon itself. Um, By making you make a larger time investment. <laughs> but hopefully you had some laughs along the way and are now a professor of hand grenades. Um, oh, all right, any final thoughts before we get into a, a, the one and only user review that I found out there? Let's do this review. You don't have any, any other thoughts you want to talk about yet? Or not till recommendations, uh, maybe. I'll give you a chance to get your thoughts together. No, nah, I'm going to tap out for a minute. All right, that's good. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a take my keys out of the ignition okay. for, just, for just, just idle over there for a little while. Yeah. All right, so this review is from Sibisi73 from the UK, who says, try this for size. Uh, gives this... Gives the show a 3 out of 10. Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines was one of those 80s cartoons, part of a seemingly endless stream from the US that pitted a group of superheroes, not really, against a scene-chewing bad guy. Okay, that's accurate. It's all rather predictable, is it? But makes a change from the usual space setting by having humans battling humans, and Yank Justice's sadistic streak is a bonus. Are we gonna talk or munch knuckle? The animation is shoddy, though, and it's all a bit tedious after Bigfoot has got out of each predicament by driving over everything in sight. (laughs) Probably better in bite-sized episodes rather than this 50-minute marathon. Uh, I'll give you that, Sabisi. To say that it's predictable is nuts. There's nothing predictable about this show. Nothing. Except that they're just going to smash through everything. But That's about it. All right, buddy. Any final thoughts for this show before we get into recommendations here? Oh, no. This show is a uh, is a predictable fever dream <laughs> through and through. I can't wait to re-experience it in my nightmares tonight. It's going to be fun. Oh, God. Uh, where did this one come from, by the way? Do you happen to have that up in front of you? Uh, yeah, I do. This so was this a suggestion. Came yeah. as a, this came as a suggestion because we are doing uh, suggestions this month yep. uh, from you, the listener. Uh, and so we will be handling and doing more suggestions in the future. Right. So if you, you have them, please let us know. But this came from Van DeWitt via Facebook. So, oh, I mean, for, for better or for worse, thanks, Van. Thank you so much, man. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you laughed along with us and aren't too upset with us. Uh, <sighs> but if you are, let us know on Facebook. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a nice chat about this. Uh, okay, do you recommend this show or does it get the dip? And remember, listeners, the dip from Roger Rabbit. Uh, if we give it the dip, that means it erases this cartoon from existence forever. I, I'm not giving this show the dip. Okay. Uh, I don't know that as a reasonable, sane human being, though, that I can recommend okay. other people watch this. Okay. Unless, unless, of course, and I'll, I'll always put this caveat, unless, of course, this is something that you're really, pa- like, if you're really passionate about watching Insanity, yeah. then by all means, do it up, go bowling. But holy crap, there is there's nothing predictable. This show from start to finish is crazy town another 90s band if i remember correctly oh that's that a 2000s band doesn't matter i'm not giving it the dip and it might be the mountain dew speaking but i am going to recommend this just because you've, you've never seen anything like this in your life <laughs> i was sitting here watching this late last night and i watched the first installment and i was just like fuck i've got to see what happens next and it keeps getting crazier 
The cool thing yeah. is that you can watch this on YouTube in like four separate segments. Uh, we'll we'll put a link up. Um, and it just like every chunk just keeps getting crazier. Like you go from regular kind of chase sequences to swamp boat riding ghost ninjas firing flaming arrows. I mean, what more do you want from a cartoon? It's not good. It's not good. I'm not going to give it like a 10 out of 10, but I will say check it out because it's just completely bonkers. That's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, buddy. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Oh, thank you. What are you up to Rock over the? the what, are you, what are you up to, t- tank bicep <laughs> and the glamour muscle? Oh man! Uh, uh, as always, uh, I do live improv comedy in the DC area. Uh, you can check out more information uh, about upcoming shows, including the one that I'm going to be in. That's called POTUS uh, at witdc.org. Uh, I am an organizer and an executive producer for a comedy festival that is in DC that will happen in November that is called the District Improv Festival. This year, we're celebrating our fourth annual District Improv Festival. And you can find more information and tickets are now available at districtimprov.org. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sean Paul Ellis. Fantastic. We'll have all that information up on our website as well as my contact information. You can find me on Twitter at DrClawMD. You can also find me over at Collider.com, Nerdist.com, and DaveTrumbor.com. If you're interested in finding out more about our show, you can find us over on our website, SaturdayMorningCartoons.com. Remember, it's morning with a U. You can find us on Twitter at MorningTunes. Check out Sean's handiwork on our Instagram page, uh, Instagram.com slash SaturdayMorningCartoons. You guys have been fantastic on our Facebook page. We're almost up to 3,000 likes, which is insane. I don't know anywhere Jesus. near 3,000 people. I don't think I've ever met total in my life 3,000 people, which is sad, but also awesome for our show. <laughs> you can also watch us over on our YouTube page, and uh, feel free to subscribe there. You'll get these, uh, the video version of the podcast each and every week. If you prefer the free audio weekly version, you can download it on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. As always, if you'd like to... Send us a uh, suggestion for a future episode. Uh, you can do so at our email, SaturdayMorningCartoons at gmail.com. Man, that's going to do it for us tonight. That was a long one. We thank you guys for sticking around with us. Uh, guess what, man? Coming up, in, up? coming up in October. Oh, what's October? Spooky Town. Oh, it sure All is. Oh, spooky. It's my favorite time of year. We're going to hit some, uh, some, some other crazy shows. Some which we've seen before, some which we haven't, so it's always going to be a surprise. But we're going to get into some Monster Madness Month coming up in October. So hopefully get you guys in the Halloween spirit, and uh, we'll see you again. So again, thanks, Sean, for taking this ride across the country with me. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Tank bicep. Vroom, vroom. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to transform and roll out.